I had a wonderful, cheery intro for all of you today. But my world came crumbling down when I found a friend in need. <laughs> Here, on episode 86 of A Gentleman's Chat with your hosts, Billy and Ian. A friend in need, he said. <laughs> Are you talking about me or you're talking about the guy that has a, a guitar degree that we don't think... <laughs> we don't know how. <laughs> oh, I meant you. That's oh, his. Okay. That's his choice. I don't. I mean, I. First of all, he's an incredible guitar player, and an incredible human being. I. I'm also not in that sphere of performance to know how to utilize it. I guess in very many ways, it's just like giving me a loaded fifty cal and saying, "Here you go." I have no idea what to do with it. It's not very useful to me. However, in the right hands, with the right application, it could be quite useful. No, you're the perfect. If I you was are a the, teacher. If Oh, jeez. Don't say that. Don't say that. Here's why I'm having a rough go. Dude, I walked in. I just came from the worst meeting of my life. My middle schoolers have found out that I do online content creation. Mm. And they have found me on the internet. Now... This this isn't all that bad, generally speaking. It was you, you, though, right? Not the other Billy? Yeah, it was me, me. Yes, it was not the the uh, adult content producer that shares the name. Uh, it was actually me. And, you know, long ago we used to make YouTube videos. And, and, and in former lives, you and I did lots of silly things on the Internet. And they found all those silly things that they've mm. done on the Internet. So I walked up to my principal today and I said, hey. The kids have found me. I don't know what more to tell you. The, you know, the, first of all, they found my Twitch stream. There's nothing on there anymore. But, of course, that parlayed to my YouTube channel. And there's yep. plenty of things on there. And I'm not really ashamed of any of it. <laughs> I mean, I made all those videos when I was a teenager. So, like, they're a little cringy to look back on. Mm -hmm. However, I'm really not all that afraid of them because it's harmless content. Yeah. It's not like I was, you know, doing anything ridiculously graphic or over any sort of boundary or line. We were basically just being idiots when we were teenagers and uh and that was great and then i got an email at like 2 30 from my principal say hey, could you pop down after school for a quick little meeting and i thought oh no this isn't gonna go good so i walked into his office he said hey i i found your youtube channel and and really most of this is okay however some of these video titles are a bit and i was like what he's you know, a bit uh they're not good <laughs> and he starts reading me these titles that I won't even say back to you here. That I was like, I didn't make that video. He said, Well, I was on your channel, and in the, you know, underneath the videos, there's a little tag section. Oh, the recommended? No, no, it wasn't even the recommended. It was still on my channel, oh. and he was reading to me. I guess a playlist of videos that I don't have that had titles that were, I mean, just vulgar. <laughs> And, and objectifying and horrid, probably breaking every YouTube terms of service ever. And he was saying, hey, I, you know, if I were you, I would want to know that this exists. Is, you know, is, is this yours? And I, no, I didn't make these. He said, no, that, does, that, that makes good sense to me because I'm scrolling through the rest of these videos. By the way, he watched them because he's like, yeah, I watched a couple of these. Some of them are pretty good. I, like, <laughs> I didn't want that. I didn't, I didn't need that. So he's scrolling through like, look, these all look very benign. But then there's these other videos that are very much not that. And I was like, I, I have no idea what to tell you. First of all, I'm feeling mortified at the fact that now 
you know, my my all not your work students. Hat. Well, yeah, my not work hat. First of all, let's start there. First layer of this onion. My not work world is now being parlayed into my work world. Yeah, which is not ideal for anybody. No. Secondarily, that somehow on uh, on you know on a YouTube channel that has thousands of YouTube videos that I've made in my teenage years, uh, even my preteen years, into my teenage years, some of them have titles that have been altered um, that, that I know not of, right? Deep in the onion, now there's kids that are hundreds of kids too, by the way. This isn't, this isn't like two or three middle schoolers that are like, ha-ha, you know, we found you. No, this is every middle schooler in the middle school. Hundreds of kids. Kids I don't even have as students come up to me and say, hey, you know, found your YouTube channel and start telling me videos that I don't even remember making, right? So the last layer of this onion is now there's a fear that these kids are going to find this. So my principal is basically saying, you might want to look at this. Obviously, I can't get fired, but I don't feel good about it. Mm-hmm. You know, a first, first year in this district and now... You have somebody, a case that they've never seen before in this district where, you know, one of your faculty members made YouTube videos when he was a teenager. And now, for some reason, the students have found it and are now watching these apparently vulgar videos. Maybe. I don't know because I haven't watched them. I can't find them. So I came from that meeting straight here. That does sound pretty awful. Mortifying. The only thing that could be worse, and this won't happen for another five years or so from what it start, is if it was like an OnlyFans thing. Dude, and, that and, would be so much worse. Well, and I got to tell you, if they found this chat, for example, because all of that stuff's connected, you know? Yeah. I mean, we had the Ascension Esports game. All of the accounts were interconnected. We linked to everybody else's stuff. If they found this, I wouldn't care so much. Yeah. Because honest to goodness, this is really nothing more than two adults speaking about something. Now, is it a place for children? No. No, if you're under the age of 18, likely speaking, you don't need to be listening to this. It doesn't apply to you. But it's not that we're saying anything horrid, but it just doesn't apply to you, mm-hmm. right? Now, I can control this a little bit better. I can't control some YouTube video names that are being associated with a channel that I haven't touched in years. And the worst part is I can't delete it. Because it's my real Google account that's connected to it. Oh. Like my real Google account that I use for other like outside work related things yep. is connected to this. Can you make the uh, account private? I not that I, I don't. I know that if you go into like YouTube and you go to delete the channel, there is supposedly an option that will allow you to make it private. Okay. However... I'm not willing to risk that because I'm not about to be the guy that gets pranked into that. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to do. You can always contact YouTube. They're usually real keen on That's what I told nice. him. I was sitting there. I said, I don't even know anybody that works there anymore of any authority. And yeah. truthfully, I never did. <laughs> Dude, I am not, maybe if I dig through an old email, I can find, you know, some customer support, some director, Tyler. somebody yeah. guy that I could be like, hey, do you still work here? But truth be told, I didn't know anybody of persuasion, you know, over there in the YouTube lands. So I don't know what the answer is. I think it might just having to be go through and unlist every single YouTube video and hope that fixes it. Whew. 
Good luck with that. Yeah, that's what I get to look forward to tonight. I've never put a single CS video online, so I have no connection to this. Yes. Yeah, well, even the Twitch stream was okay because the Twitch streams, they delete after a while. Yeah, it's like so, 30 days or whatever. Yes, yes, and the clips that stay up, you can monitor and moderate those. And, you know, it's, there's some funny clips, sure. But there's some of them that are up there that I can't get rid of. One of them in particular of... <laughs> of us in a counter-strike game and we were playing with our friend michael oh, and, no. <laughs> and it's a great clip i clutched up it was like a 4v1 bomb plant it was a great clip but because because michael was there and i wasn't thinking about how this would affect my life five years down the road there is maybe some language used that isn't necessarily the most positive in the work atmosphere you might not use this type of language if you were for say for instance sitting in a meeting with <laughs> friends in a boardroom however i cannot delete this video because i didn't make the clip oh and twitch used to have a thing where other people yep. could clip videos and i can't get rid of this video it's just on my channel in fact, now it's the only thing on my channel. So if you load up my Twitch account, the only thing you will see is this 55 second or however long it is, less than a minute clip. That's pretty great. And I would even prefer that than what these kids are digging into on this YouTube channel, supposedly. That can be a bad rabbit hole, especially knowing back in teenage years, we played a lot of CS. And that community, if they're coming up with title names, might sink you. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. But, and, and I told him, I said, listen, the content's not bad. Like, I'm not breaking any terms of service here. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 adult. I was an adult when I... Mm -hmm. Well, I wasn't an adult when I made the content. I was a teenager when I made Pretty the content. Much. So I, I was basically an adult when I made the content. Uh, and and I was with other teenage friends. So, like, let's let's just put in our minds what this is. And, and I told my principal this morning, basically, like, I don't think I'm in any trouble. However, if you get an email from a parent, because Lord knows if a kid's watching this at home, first, if even if it, they hear it, the parent goes, who's that? My oh, teacher. that's my teacher. <laughs> Start and stop right there. Second layer, let's say they have the audio on and they catch us in a particularly raucous moment. <laughs> And they go, who in the world is that? My, <laughs> My teacher. teacher. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so I told my principal, listen, you you might get you might get an email or a phone call on this. Because again, it's not one kid. It's mm -hmm. hundreds of kids. And I know that they've found it because I can see where they subscribe to the channel. <laughs> Because I get an email notification that says my students, because they're with their school accounts. Oh, so it's no. their real names. I know who these people are. It's like, dude, you sit on the left side of my classroom. I know who you are. This is not good. This is not good. Ugh. So, yeah. That's a rough situation. Channel... <laughs> the channel is absolutely booming with no content for quite a long while but it's the wrong kind Dude, of boom my, my channel's never been so popular <laughs> i mean hundreds and hundreds of views on videos that i don't even remember or know of 
If you could twist this though, you could turn it into a teacher persona and you could be teaching at school, but teaching you know, the worst part <laughs> CS the, the, the on worst the side. First of all, yes, I should start uploading content to that channel immediately. Yes. I think step one, I go home tonight, I start hitting it big. Secondarily, the worst part is because there's not even ads on the channel anymore. Oh, yeah. Because I haven't uploaded to it in literally years. years. Yeah. So there's no ads. I'm not even making money off of this. Nah, you, like I said, you got to commit to it. Go home, do like teaching CS to all the middle schoolers. Yeah. Although I'm not sure they should be playing CS. I should. Well, we have a Valorant team at our high school, actually. Do you really? Yeah, we have an esports team, a Valorant team. I should go home and start making Are they content. immortal? Huh? Are they immortal? No, they're way, way, way worse. Ooh, I think we could help them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we. So I think I think I should go home and start making how-to videos for that. Like, so these are the these are the box peaks. This is where you put this and start strategizing with them, and then we'll let the middle schoolers consume that. And then because we still have all the old, um, uh, what are they? Affiliate links. Yep. That are still active. I learned. I want to start like into the AM. I want to start. Yep, yep. Into the AM. Insane Labs. <laughs> Whatever the jerk, we had a beef jerky company, whatever that one yeah, was. Yeah, it was like jerky XP. Yes. Okay. Hey, yep. all of those. I'm pumping those out for those middle schools. I'm going to start walking around with a t-shirt <laughs> that has the, the coupon codes on it. What was so funny is my principal this morning said, hey, listen, you can use this as a point of connection with kids. You know, a thing that is that you, true. And I, you know, a way that they can connect with you in a way that, you know, it's a, it's a unique thing, Billy. You should, you know, you shouldn't, so long as there's nothing bad on there, you should be, you know, you shouldn't be ashamed of it. And of course, he called me in later in the day and said, "You might want to check on this." <laughs> so you know that that was short lived, but yeah, I've so far I've been ignoring it because I have kids that go, you know, uh, you know what what I don't want to out my whole last name, so I'm trying to be very careful how I mm-hmm. go about this. But they say, uh, you know, so what what YouTube channel do you like to watch? And so I don't really watch YouTube, and then they'll name verbatim my YouTube channel. Yeah, you know that's my favorite one. You know, he's got really good content. <laughs> do you know who he is? I've never met him. <laughs> They came running in the other day and said, hey, we found your Twitch account. We found your Twitch account. I said, Twitch, I don't know. What, what's, a, what's a Twitch? Is that like a thing your finger gets or you're, your eye gets? I was going to say, you're too young to pull that off, though. They right. know you're. They yeah, know you're. yeah, yeah. I said, I'm way. T- uh, I told them, dude, I'm old. They said, you're not that old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I was like, okay, you kind of got me. But what was funny is I said, Twitch, I don't even know what Twitch is. The web- is it a website? Is it? So I, I the one kid literally on his heel turned around, ran out the room. I could hear him in the hallway. You guys are liars. He doesn't even know what Twitch is. So now they're going back and forth in the hallway, hoping that I'm not hearing. For the gullible kids. Yes, yeah. yes. And of course, I know exactly what it is. It's got a picture of me, for goodness sakes. <laughs> that so, is kind of so, weird. So, so they said, it's got a picture of you. And I said, I, that's not me. I said, well, who's a, who could it be? Who could it be? And I said, they said, well, is it? Is it his brother? So I said, I, I do have a, a, I do have a twin brother. They said, you got a twin brother with the that, same name? Yeah, I said, <laughs> yeah, guys, I got a twin brother. I don't know what to tell you. So I have, I have, <laughs> I have so far, not really bamboozled, but just ignored the fact that these kids have figured out. And now, if any of you have stumbled across this episode of a gentleman's chat, you, yes, in fact. It's me. I'm not an idiot. And you're on the ground floor of knowing that Billy's going to revamp his YouTube career with teaching videos. If I don't get likes and shares and I don't get the bell notification button pressed, I'm going to fail all of you. (laughs) 
I feel like that <laughs> that for the sake of any legal uh, troubles, that is a joke. I really hope someone clips that and takes it to our next board meeting. And you'll see here one of your faculty members is telling my student that his grade is dependent on. Yep. 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 Yeah, I'll double down on that one. Oh. Oh, dude. Do you think you have it in you though to play Valorant? Um. It depends. It depends. It's such an easy game. Yeah. I mean, conceptually, it's no different than CS, which we've played a lot of, or Rainbow Six. Yeah. Conceptually, it's the same game. You know, the map layouts are so simple. The choke points are easy to see. On a holistic view, there's kids that can't shoot straight in that room. Right? So the idea, like, okay, there was one kid. Okay. I hope so. I hope no one from my high school is watching this. Here's the truth. I walked into that room first day they played it. And of course, you can. They separate themselves so they can play five v five. Yep. And I walked in that room, and the two people that lead it, the faculty people, are not gamers. They just know that their students like it, so they're leading the club. Yeah, it's always like the club meeting. Yeah, I run this club. What do you do? Well, I sit in the corner and watch. Right, right. And they try to offer some advice when they can because you know they're watching the whole perspective, that type of stuff. I walked in the room. They know. Oh, this is another thing the kids always say. Is that the three-time world champion? I see. Yes. Yes. So I also ignore that one. Um, and I basically just stood next to the faculty person. And I was like, that guy needs to stop jumping when he shoots. That dude needs to stop jiggle peeking without actually jiggling. That guy needs to turn his monitor on that. And I just sort of like pointed out basic things and they thought I was king. Right. Because I yeah, walked right. in and had eyes that could see what I was looking at. And I sat over the shoulder of one of these kids who thought he was faker in Valorant. I mean, this dude was so sweaty, there was oil coming off of him. I mean, he was so sweaty. He had some discount jersey from, like, Fanatic or something on. If you ask this guy, he was Diamond Elite Master Pro, okay? And then I watched him play, and he's got a shotgun long ways away, jumping, <laughs> shooting up a corridor at somebody. And he killed the guy because a little to his knowledge that the person on the other end of that didn't have their monitor on. A literal noob and it was like i absolutely greased him you know like hyping himself up it's like i i don't think that right now if i got on this game i would rank anywhere near radiant is that what the lay the high one is what uh is the high one? it's either radiant or immortal i forget i couldn't i couldn't beat any of it but i'll tell you what i could dumpster every single kid in that i could 1v10 every single kid in that lobby so i think i have it in me to make some yeah. real easy pointers. We have a team for you, too. Yes. In our Discord, there's several people there who actually like playing. Yes. Yes. We could get the gang together, just go around dumpstering yeah. high schoolers. And, yeah, that would that would be about right. Because I think when they played um, these group, they ended in, I think, high gold. So, not, like, bad. Not, yeah. That's, they don't need we could get them up there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just start boosting people. It's like Rainbow Six, you <laughs> know, where you boosting. All right, here's the game plan. After school special, ten dollars for one hour of boosting. <laughs> Just start charging kids. Listen, if you want to get to gold by the end of the week, it's ten bucks a day every hour. Ten bucks Just... a day or ten bucks an hour? Ten bucks an hour. Okay, okay. Every, every day, day after school, though. So I'll stay as late as you. That'd do. be easy. Yeah. Yeah. 50 bucks a night times 10 kids. Dude, we're rolling in this money. That would be great. Rolling in this money. This is... All while streaming somewhat... it to my middle schoolers. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a little bit 
morally gray, but I love the idea. I guarantee there's something in our, or there's not something in our district handbook that says you can't do it. This is genius. I guarantee it. This is genius. Because I've read our handbook and it's garbage. So. So worst case scenario, you get a revamped handbook. No, that's best case. (laughs) Dude, it's bad. Yeah. I read it at the start of the year and I was like, who wrote this? What kind of absolute happy-go-lucky idiot wrote this thing? Well, it was probably written when the school was founded 100 years ago. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious, dude. We have policies that were revised in 2019 that teachers don't even know about. That's There's a whole dress code that nobody knows about. There's a whole, like, chain of command related. There's all sorts of stuff that we have no idea about. And how do I know that? Because in staff meetings, sometimes I'll say... Well, I know we have this because I read the manual. Nobody else apparently did. Yeah, and, and everybody say, throws the manual at Billy. Well, and they all say, well, we should just create this thing. We already have it. Why don't we just use the thing we already created? And they all look at me like I'm some sort of, you know, demon. Seance, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's your fault for reading. That's just not something that happens anymore. <laughs> My sister the other day uh, called up myself and my dad because she was trying to remember a tv show she was watching Mm. that she couldn't pronounce so she spelled it out to us it started and stop me as soon as you figure out this word m a l uh mal yeah i don't watch tv no i don't watch i guarantee i'm not watching what your sister's watching so you have to keep your any more than three letters (laughs) no anymore it's malevolent Male- Wait a minute. The word. It's just the word. She couldn't get the word malevolent, though? Correct. She And not only uh, can she not read it, she said um, she has never seen or heard the word before. Malevolent is one of those words, though, like, I I do take, I mean, you, you, okay, there are many words, I'm trying to get my thought out here, there are many words that you look at and go, wow, what is that? Yeah. And it's one that you don't often hear. There are some words you use in your vernacular all the time mm-hmm. that if you were to try to spell, you're like, I'm not really sure. Or if you read it, you have to like... Because of English. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But malevolent is one of those that as soon as you look, it's one of those that sounds the way it looks. Exactly. And looks the way it sounds. I should actually preface if she's listening to this after the fact. I did not actually look up the show it might technically be like a misspelling because you know how a lot of tv shows mm. will be like oh it uses an o instead of an e or something as a character's name malevolence the tv show name malevolent yeah i think so i'm gonna do a little googling you keep going while <laughs> <Okay>. I... <laughs> but we came to the conclusion that she did not know this because reading is a thing of the past with so much technology now nobody that i know of this a movie? In the past five years, I think it's a TV show on Netflix. It is a Netflix show, yeah. Yep. Yeah, malevolent. Is it just straight malevolent? Yeah. Yeah, M-A-L-E-V-O-L-E-N-T. Malevolent. And or it's malevolent. one word? Yeah. Okay, well. Um, hmm. Malevolent. That's exactly how I would say yeah. that. But nobody reads. And if you don't read, you're never seeing or encountering new words. It's really rough. Wait a minute, you mean to tell me that if you don't read, you don't consume knowledge? That's correct, yeah. <coughs> it's almost like that was allergic to it. what classic education, all that that entailed. All the all the greats from 
previous history. It's not like they had a great public school system or they didn't go to college or anything. Every, every single one. It's like, yeah, I just liked these books and I read. I mean, you think about all the success stories, you know, entrepreneurially. Yep. Like I wanted to start a business. I didn't know how to. So I read. Yep. Nobody has ever said, I wanted to start a business. I didn't know how to. So I went swimming. Yeah. You know, or I went and laid in a hammock. I took a nap. I rubbed my feet. I read. I consumed knowledge. Or I watched YouTube. Like that. You're Listen, not really going to get that. YouTube is great for if you want to know how to fold your shirts when you're traveling. Oh, yes. Quick if and you want to know how to change that light switch. Anything uh, that's very visual and quick. Yeah. Now, I would even say that changing that light switch might not be the move. I mean, you can find some great tutorials on, you know, repairs and stuff like that, but I don't necessarily trust a guy named Jeff, you know, with his iPhone three, he might be a great electrician likely is because he still has an iPhone three, but if I can't see it and it's, you know, looking at his face and not the light and not the outlet, probably not going with Jeff. I'm going to go with the diagram that comes with the new light switch and I'm going to read it. Yeah. And then in order to get the background knowledge of that, you need to understand basic things of how to connect, say, electrical components or how circuits work. Any of these things you have to pick up from knowledge, from reading, from gathering that information. Well, even it's so funny because not only do people not read, they don't pick up on the clues that are around them. Yep. I mean, obvious context clues I'm back on. I mean, if I'm staying on the electrical light switch analogy if you take a light switch out of the box, it has a little paper thing. Yep. But many times, if you stop and you look at the box, on the inside of the box is a full-blown diagram in dire with directions. Yeah. You uh, unfold the box. Yep. And you just read it. In fact, you don't even need to read it. It's a big diagram. You just follow the diagram. Yeah. It's it's. It's uh, so many things like that that simple, simple context clues could help you. But if you don't have the basis of reading or acquiring that sort of knowledge, you're at a loss because you can see there's something there. I don't know how to make it out because I don't have that experience of being able to decipher context yes. or reading. Yes, yes. Or even as much to have the wherewithal to open the box more. Yeah. You know, or look inside the box. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. What did you? Well, I opened the top of the box and there was something I didn't recognize. In there. There's lots of, you'd be shocked. There's lots of boxes or packaging units for things, electrical and other, other items that have print on the inside of the box. It's a thing that happens. I can think of many off the top of my head, but you got to look inside the box. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the, the blunt truth of it. So I don't know where that was going. I just got really riled up. I think I'm just in a riled up mood. Yeah. You know, I'm ready to be riled up. Well, I mean, your professional career might be in muddy water is for it, a while. So in jeopardy. Yeah. I know. That would rile me up too. I shouldn't be sitting here. I should be sitting at home talking to Troy from seven years ago on the YouTube helpline. <laughs> trying to figure out, Troy, how do I get myself from losing my job? Yeah. Because it's been so long, I wonder, what if Troy is like a top exec now? <laughs> I hope so. I really hope so. And then he remembers you because you're like, oh yeah, I remember you. You're the one I helped your case and my boss noticed it. And that sparked my entire upward Whoa. career. How wild would that connection be to me? That would be amazing. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Then you'd have it in and he'd be like, yeah, I'll do whatever you need. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not going to be the case. Like, no, no, it's not going to be the case. If you can get, <laughs> if you can get a human being in customer service nowadays, that is great. Oh my gosh, that's I... been the deterioration. <clears throat> it used to be prior to our day, when you call someone, you get a human being right away, and they would just fix your problems. Then, you would, then the progression, you would call someone, you'd be put on hold for a while. To get a specific person to help you and fix your needs. Then, more so our era, you would call someone. You'd get someone who doesn't speak English because they're not from America for American customer service. Who would then put you on hold, come back, and do their best to help you with your needs. But with another barrier. Then, same process. They try to help. Except they don't end up helping you. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. They'll call you. You can't understand them. They can't understand you. They'll say, "Oh, wait." They'll ha- put you on hold for probably about an hour at this point. Come back, say something you can't understand. Click, and that's it. That's it. It's your experience. And now we've come to the point where you call someone, you get an automated like message messaging system. No matter who you call, and it's like press whatever your language is, and then they go through the options. Do you want to? purchase our product do you want to um know our hours of operation or do you need troubleshooting those are like the only three they'll give you yes and each three will just send you into another automated system i have a worse one i was in new york over the weekend and i was staying at a at a a hotel which uh, i will not disclose because they were very nice hotel and I was there for a conference. I had to do a present, do a presentation, do some speaking, and I I called them because it was late at night. I had just finished the conference. The transit system, the shuttle that was going back and forth, had stopped due to the late hour. They said, "Call, we'll come get you." Fantastic! I call. Thank you for calling such and such. Yep. And they, you know, then they said it in Spanish. Then they said it in French, which was very strange to me. And then they said, and this is the one that really kills me. If you have a problem, please say it now. For example, you might say room service or whatever the thing, reservations. If you need reservations, say reservations. And I'll said, and I said, sorry, I need a shuttle. And they said, you want a bubble? I'm sorry. I don't understand that. Could you try again? I would like a shuttle. I don't know a person named Huddle. Could you please try one of these options? For example, if you need reservations, yep. and that is the cycle I went in. Dude, it's 9.30 at night. I'm standing downtown Rochester, New York. I don't belong there at 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. I am downtown Rochester, okay? I don't know what to do. My phone is about to die. I am angry at this point. And eventually, it worked. Oh. And then I got to someone who said, Hello. Can I help you? And I said, desperately, I would like a shuttle. And they said to me, oh, you're going to have to call the hotel for that. Yep. What? Every time. Apparently, I had called corporate hotel. I didn't call the hotel I needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they couldn't transfer me either. Figure that. That's always how it works. Blew my mind, dude. Blew my ever-loving <laughs> mind. Okay. Sorry. I'm going to digress from this for a moment because it's time for our ad read. It's been time for our ad read. However... Because Anchor is trying out a new advertisement scheme. 
sometimes the mid-rolls won't play anymore. So I'm just going to shoot this thing off the cuff. Thin air. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Here we go. This episode of A Gentleman's Chat is brought to you by Anchor.fm. Ooh, what comes next? Now that's if you're good. looking to start a <laughs> podcast online, look no further than Anchor. With their built-in tools and application, it's never been easier. All you need to go, all do is go to anchor.fm and get started today. This episode of The Gentleman's Chat is also brought to you by Into the AM. For starry and night-themed clothing that is very comfortable at a very reasonable rate, you can go to intotheam.com. 10% off with coupon code ASCENSION. Again, coupon code ASCENSION for 10% off your purchase. This episode of A Gentleman's Chat is also brought to you by Jerky dot X, Jerky XP. Is that what it was called? Yeah. No dot. Just I don't jerky, think there's a dot. By Jerky XP. They're probably a company that is still in business. And when we were with them, they made high quality beef jerky products shipped right to your door whenever you need them. For many different flavors and many different combinations, go to jerkyxp.com and use coupon code ASCENSION to get a percentage off of your order. Again, that is coupon code ASCENSION. A-C-S-A-S-C. I can't spell it. I'm thinking of malevolent still. <laughs> okay. Hang on a minute. Pause. Pause. If it's any consolation, I'm actually seeing if it still works. ASCENSION for a part off of your purchase okay ian we are back from that ad read oh yeah that's, that's good it. that's good they, are they still in business yeah they're still in business sweet um i'm looking Jerky to see if it XP. works here's some sweet and spicy sweet and spicy barbecue we're looking at ten dollars for a 2.85 ounces i have no idea if that's a good idea i don't either they have deal. bundles the bundle i'm on there now too as well let's see here They've got beef sticks. They have steak bites, popcorn. They have apparel, beef sticks. Holy yeah. moly. Coupon code Ascension still works. Is it really? How much, how much did it save off your order? 10%. Whoa. 10%. I remember actually getting, when they sent off some jerky XP for us to try before our sponsorship with them or before our deal started with them, which I guess is still going. Um, it was really, really delicious. I remember liking it a lot. That's good. So yeah, 10% off if you use discount code Ascension. That is A-S-C-E-N-S-I-O-N. That's it. That's where you need to be. 10% off. You can buy yourself a sweatshirt, start a podcast, and eat beef jerky all at the same time, thanks to us. Yeah. Is it taboo to um, rag a little bit on one of our sponsors? It depends. Is it one that we actively work with still? Yeah. It's Anchor FM. Uh, well... I would tread lightly, but of yeah, course go we'll for tread it. lightly. I think that well, I think that this podcast has stood really as a beacon of uh, of honest and open communication, even with friends. Yes, and this will not actually be a bashing. This will be we'll say a critique on recent policy. Oh, good. Anchor FM, which we use each and every episode That's right. of a gentleman's chat, bringing you, the viewer, every bit of audio goodness decided against any and all will of our own that you need to keep a certain viewer count, have a certain amount of shows active in their time frame. And was there one other thing? Or was those the two, those big, are the ones? two big ones? Those are the two big ones in order for them to have any sponsorship tie with you. Yeah, as in 
and I, I'm going to clarify this because yes. some people okay. might not know that the, the ad reads that you hear, I've said several times, aren't in my control. What I really mean by that is that if there's an ad read, either Ian or myself will read the ad read, and that gets thrown into a pool of ad reads. Mm-hmm. And then when the show is created, it's split into two audio segments, and then an ad roll is put in the middle. So it's just an ad roll space. I don't fill the space. Anchor will play whatever ad it wants to play. Which is required. Which is required. And then that is how we finance the show. Which we've also found is has always been quite reasonable. It's one ad read, but they'll allow us to basically platform on every pl- location, which yep. is fantastic. However, if they're changing now to where they're not going to warrant that, but still expect us to do an ad read for them, that's a little bit of So is it that they're shady. still requiring an ad read? I would assume so. I haven't looked far enough in because it's also it's owned by Spotify, and so it's mm, it's gotcha. be, it's kind of become conglomerated with it's not even Anchor anymore. I think it's technically Spotify for podcasters, or gotcha. something like something that. like that. Yeah, so it's it's a little different. Uh, you're right that I think if you have something that you want to push, and you're like, hey, this is a th- this is a thing that you can push, especially considering like everyone I talk to gets the Anchor.fm reads. Yep. I don't know why you'd take that away. The bigger bone I have to pick with it in the honest and open communication is that, well, I didn't know about it, but secondarily, I don't understand the clause that that's, their criteria is evaluated, I think, monthly or regularly. So this is to say that you need to upload content regularly enough and have enough average aggregate viewers over a certain amount of time for them to enable that. Now, if you look at other streaming platforms, take Twitch, for example, another giant mm-hmm. streaming platform. Once you reach their level, whatever that level is for an affiliate, I think, yep. is their first level. You need to stream a certain amount of hours over a certain amount of days. And, and have, have like 50 followers. Uh, yeah. Followers. And I think there's even an average view count in there somewhere. Yeah, but it's reasonable. It's like three. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very low. Yeah. Very, very low. But once you reach it, it unlocks some perks and then you keep it. Yes. So this is to say they that, say you worked hard, you did what we wanted, it is yours. We're right. not going to take that from this you. This is to say that your popularity waxing and waning does not affect your ability to partake participate in the perks mm-hmm. that are provided. However, Anchor is saying that this is not the case for them. So if you're a podcast that's right on the bubble, I don't know what the figure is. I'm going to call it 50 views of an episode. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's true. I'm making it up. But if you're someone that a podcast that sits on the the fence of that, yep. that means that at will or at whim, they could take away and reintroduce ads and other perks to your account. Yeah, which is horrible for people trying to start out. Whether or not this even affects us is completely besides the point. Anyone using Anchor now as their basically platform host is now directly culpable for how many personal views their channel gets. So if you're starting out, if you're not a big channel, you are now second fiddle to big channels who, let's be real, could be fine without Anchor. Well, it's quite interesting because they have left in some of the perks, I think, like channel memberships. So it's basically like a built-in Patreon. So if yep. someone really likes your content, they can put down a monthly fee, and it gives them, you know, you have to give them something in return, whether yep. it be extra content, whatever it might be. Or I guess you don't really have to. You can set up however you want to. So some of those features get to stay. However, the ability to put ads on doesn't. 
which is peculiar to me because it's almost like Google's AdSense program. Remember, it used to be you could put uh, advertisements or allow advertisements on whatever content you made, particularly in YouTube's case, right? Because that's their main yeah. content platform in the in the Google sphere. And they would put it on, you'd get cut of it, you'd move on. Yep. And then it was, well, you need to apply for it. Yeah. And then it was, you need to have a certain standing. And then it was, you know, that we could take it away whenever we wanted to. And that's what happened to me. I mean, they took it away. Yep. I appealed several times and they wanted nothing to do with it because they, they said that we're taking it away and that's the end of it. So it's just one of those, like, I don't know if your goal is to get advertisements in as many places as you can. Why are you skimming off the bottom 20%? Yeah, it doesn't matter because let's say the lowest of low, you have a single viewer or zero. You, you're the only person who watches your content. Then at minimum, it doesn't actually hurt them for you to put out the work to find the advertisers to advertise on your channel. Worst case scenario, they get nothing. Yes. But it doesn't affect them. Right. Because they're not even doing the, the work. Yeah, they're no. not reading the ads. They're not even... Like, they send out, generally speaking, a script outline. Yeah. Like, for the Anchor.fm For read. things they want. Yes. Or we did one for drunk driving a couple years ago. Well, I think we did one for cancer, maybe. I don't remember if we actually did it or not, but we got offered uh, one. Yeah. And they give an outline. You know, these are some things to talk about. This is about the time, you know, range that we're looking for. Go for it. And they basically say, this is the outline... Make up something you want. They'll listen to it. If you want them to, it gets approved. You move on. I haven't read any of their scripts. It's not like they're it's not like they're putting in the time and effort. They say, talk about Anchor for 30 seconds. Mention these cool features. Yep. With its built-in podcast tools and easy accessibility, Anchor is the right place for you. Yeah, things like that. It's really not that hard. I. And after being a little critical, and that's just because we've come to like Anchor... Well, we've used them for a lot of yes. years, too. Um, this is a common thread that I feel most content channels and content platforms are coming to do, where unless you are like the top 5% making everything for all the views and all the content for that platform, the platform doesn't really seem to care anymore about anyone else, which... To each their own, but I feel that's gonna, in the long run, hurt your YouTubes, your Twitches, your Spotify's, because no one is incentivized anymore to put in the effort and make content. YouTube is a great example. As you were yes. saying, they took everything away. Uh, we've both done Twitch and YouTube work. I can't say for you personally, I personally stopped any and all YouTube and have no ambition because... YouTube, unless you break, I think it's like 1 million views per video, you get nothing. It's, I think, like a 0.03 cents per viewer viewer ad. It's right. And and there's, there's so many things about it. And <laughs> I'm just thinking <laughs> back to our time, right? I'm reflecting, yep. trying to put this thought together. But it, it is interesting because it, it used to be that the ads got shared evenly. Yep. And the people that were bigger got better rates. Yeah. As in, like, you know, if you were a giant channel, you would get 50 cents. 
Yeah. You know, and if you were a smaller channel, you get 25 because you're, you didn't have as many views. You have as much reach, which makes sense. Right. And then you, and then it became that everyone made content. So you're a small fish in a gigantic pond, largely speaking. So then what people did is they went out to corporate dollars and said, listen, I get 25 views, 25,000 views a video. I make a hundred bucks a month on AdSense, but I will promote your product for a thousand bucks a month. Yep. And companies thought 25,000 extra eyeballs for a thousand dollars. Best deal I ever heard of. Yeah. And they take them. So now your ecosystem of advertising has come right out from underneath you. Yep. Which is the point that I've never really gotten from a YouTube, Twitch, whatever. Shooting yeah. They shoot themselves in the foot. Yes, they do. Because now you have people running to other corporations. The corporations very, 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 yeah, like very Ray happy. Shadow Legends. They, yes, they love. They will pour millions of dollars because yeah. it is. Cheaper. It comes back tenfold. Yep. It is way cheaper for them to do individual sponsorships than it is to pay YouTube a million dollars to disperse it out to other people. Yeah, that's why all it. the big brands that have either cult followings or like really come quick and hit hard. You're thinking everybody knows them, like your Raid Shadow Legends, like your Ridge Wallets, um, things like that, where Manscaped, I know, is another big one, where companies have found it more profitable to cut the middleman, go straight to the individual people, and they don't have to pay for um, legacy media ads, which are incredibly expensive. Yes. You're thinking 30-second TV ad, what we're talking about? You're half a million dollars, yep. which is just not feasible. Or they can reach half a million individual creators for, let's say, a million dollars, but then they have a hold on a half a million individual people each with their own audience. Yep. There's no contest. Yeah, and it's a you even get them on the ground floor with affiliates. You know, I mean, look at look at Jerky XP. We're not a full, I, I don't really know what, I guess an affiliate is what we would be. Yeah, right? we're an affiliate. I'm peddling your product. You're giving a discount, but I'm not paid by you. That's correct. You yeah. know, so there is great ways to get people on the ground floors, even small content creators into your ecosystem as a company that completely cuts out the person providing the content. And then everyone gets up in arms when the content quality goes down or I can't find that video fast enough yep. or why aren't they regulating this website or why aren't they taking care of this? Why aren't they doing that? Why is it that I can't upload videos that are as long anymore because they take up too much space? Like all of these things yep. that start taking place. It's because we've cut out the middleman because he's bad at his job. Not because he's bad at his job but he more necessarily, although he is in this case, because he's not needed. Mm-hmm. He's been phased out. He's a you know a crane operator, a, a physical crane operator in 19, 1935. Yeah. He's not needed anymore. Well, there's a better way. So, yeah. That's Do you, I what is the likelihood you think this can be solved by let's say extreme case someone decides to come out with an open source platform that is just that. It's open source, meaning anyone can do whatever they want on it. And this would have to be like a really rich person like Elon Musk or Bill Gates comes out and said, have at it. You guys just do your own personal stuff and we'll take a step back. I feel like that platform in and of itself would grow to such enormous heights. Everyone would use it. But that was the whole point of, of if we're wrapping back to anchor, the whole point of that it, was, yeah. it was owned. It's, it's, it's owned by Spotify. Yep. Spotify's ploy when the podcasting boom took off five years ago. Yep. 
The whole point was that if we, okay, let me stop. Let me stop before I say the whole point. The niche that they were trying to fill, the need, the gap, whatever you want to call it, the thing they were trying to fit into was that every podcast hosting website had a monthly fee to yep. host your content. It was maybe nominal, $5, $7. Some of them were quite expensive, though, mm-hmm. particularly Apple. Apple. And, and more than that, nothing would host it and then also aggregate it to other websites. You yep. would need to seek out other website aggregation. And do it each individual time. Right. Yep. So Anchor, Spotify, decided if we're going to get into this game, we should make it free. As in we could host something. We could host your content for no dollars cost to you. And then we're going to make it so if you sign up for our product, we ourselves will aggregate it to other websites. Which means it's going to go to your Spotify or obviously your Spotify, your Apple, your Google Podcast is going to go to literally any of them. We're hosted on like nine different platforms, mm-hmm. right? And what that does is it means that you get a wider reach. There's more people that can see you. It's just all the things. But if you're going to fill that gap, and that's the gap you're filling, and that's your clientele, small podcasts that are not doing it for their living, most likely, yep. some money on the side, getting your name out there. Mm-hmm. Why would you take what is probably 50% of your user base and say, I know that we've been making a good partnership where you read an ad about us and you make a little money, but we make more money in, in presentation and in actual yep. money from the advertisements. And instead of doing that, we're just going to cut it out. Yeah. You know, th- their whole niche was to do the thing for free. And now it's free-ish to do. Exactly. So I think that's... That's my seven minute, ten minute, how long, fifteen minute gripe, and it doesn't affect us at all. No, it means nothing to us. Not only does the viewership count, whatever that threshold is, does not matter to us. Mm-hmm. We're it just doesn't. I have never once made a dime from this show. Yeah, it's not something we're in the market for. I'll tell you exactly where the money is. It's sitting with Anchor. Yeah, there's a we have a an account. And it stays with them. And every once in a while, I get a thing that says, this is how much you have. And then we can choose when we want to take it out. It's yep. like Venmo or PayPal. Yeah. Just sits there. Every dime we've ever made from this show from the past three, four years, almost yeah, four years. Yeah, it's been years, quite a while. Is sitting in that account. Best news, can't find it anymore. As in like I, when I logged in and said, hey, we made some changes. It looks different now. They got rid of that little stat. Oh. That little thing that says, oh, all that money that we owe you? Yeah, we don't, I don't see that anymore. So uh, either <gasps> That's they, a little sketchy. Either they've just decided to clear our account and send a check, in which case I haven't gotten it, or uh, they've just taken my money, your money. No, that's almost certainly what happens. It's probably somewhere, but if they don't show people and they don't have a way to access it, nobody ever knows what they have or how to cash it out. That's the same thing. I actually got a big gripe with Twitch a while back. Yes. Twitch does a very, very similar thing. They changed to, they pool your money and granted Twitch last time I checked is still, I think it's $150 or some nominal amount. Every time you get, you make it to that amount, Twitch has basically an account in your name. They say, once you hit this mark, you'll be able to cash a checkout for one of these increments. Yes. They, however, uh, almost a year, probably more than a year ago, 
decided it was best to not have this running total in your account anymore. Like if you go to your Twitch page, you can't find it. You also can't find where to cash it out. <laughs> it's just not on the main uh, page. You have to physically call someone to get that figured out. My gripe with Twitch is I remember when they did that. It used to be you could set the amount. Yep. And of course, there was a, a shipping fee for the check and whatever oh, the yeah. postage stamp was. So some people would set it to 50 bucks. And they'd pay a little more, but they would get paid more regularly, especially if you're a small, small creator. Yeah. $2.49 on the Twitch Prime sub. Like you got to stack mm -hmm. up quite a few of those. And then they set that baseline, 100 150 I don't remember yep. what it was. And I remember that they owed me money for like three years. Oh, yeah. I hit the threshold. They took it away. Yep. But I have my own spreadsheet because we had an organization. Yep. So I could look at the spreadsheet and say, okay, I hit whatever the threshold was. At this time, and I probably hit it the second time, third time, you know, as many times as you hit the threshold, this is how much money you owe me. Okay, great. Well, we're not going to pay you. Yeah. Because you haven't met this this threshold or because we've zeroed it out. Now you're really not at the threshold. You don't make <laughs> content anymore for us. So you're not making any money. And it took, yeah, three years, I think. I just now, maybe, maybe three months ago, got an email saying a check was on the way from Twitch. From 20, I don't want to lie about this, 2018. Yeah, that sounds about right. From 2018. That's usually how far back any of my Twitch stuff has been, I too. I never got it. Oh, it's still probably coming. Because by the time I got like a message whenever they cash out, it's, they'll say, this is on your way. And it'll take probably another entire year for that to show up. I, I, I don't remember getting mine. If I did, I'm sure it would. And then it, and then it shows up. And I don't even... It doesn't say Twitch on it, from my recollection. It's what whoever the parent company is. I forget. Oh, that you know what? I did get this. So you check. did get it. Yep, it's yes. whatever the parent company. Yes. It doesn't say anything. So you're yes. like, where did this come from? Yes, I had to read the memo to know what it was yep. from. Yes, I do. <laughs> so remember then, getting this then you check. probably did get it. Yeah, yes, it just I takes forever. This. Twitch is super slow on that. Yeah, I'm so glad I don't make content for them anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad of it. Nope. See, I would love because I like reaching out. Obviously, we do a podcast talking to people or just having a good time. If there was a platform we could go to and just have fun with people game because both of us like doing that or talk or whatever. There's not really a platform anymore that you can just do that hassle free. Yeah, I mean, Twitch is the only one that you could you could literally just start streaming now. But it's again, true. Like, however, how you build a brand on that. Yeah, it, if you don't have anything built or if you're not deep in the legacy like billy and myself if you because we mentioned earlier twitch you have to get so many like followers and view counts and whatnot to get either affiliate and partner this never used to be the case but until pardon me until you get affiliate and partner now video quality and different upload times and different things you can do are restricted on Twitch. Oh, I don't like that. I think until you're at least affiliate, you can only stream in 720p. And even when we were doing it back in the day, 720p is not a standard no. quality for anyone. You have to have at least 1080p. And you can't do that yet. And you're locked until I think it's either affiliate or partner to 30 frames per second, which... Twitch is known for gaming, and you can't really output gaming at 30 frames per second. It just doesn't work. That bothered me beyond belief. I stopped streaming for Twitch for probably 
eight months now because they decided. And once again, this is how we're higher than everybody else. We're principled men. Yes. It didn't affect me because I already met the thresholds. I could output at the 1080p 60 like I do. But it felt so wrong to me that the platform that was built on people coming to them and starting things with them spits in their face now. Well, right. And, and so they say every content creation course will tell you, well, you need to build a brand. Yeah. How do you build a brand at 720, 30 frames? Exactly. Like you got to be one funny, funny fella to get 720, 30 frames and you build a community of a couple, yep. dozen, you know, a hundred people. Or That's, if, or if you're on YouTube and you have, if you don't meet certain thresholds, you can make only so long of videos. So now if you've made it, it's, it's like the game Monopoly. If now that everyone's established, the people that are really big, like uh, I know Mr. Beast right now is really big. I th- I'm assuming back in our day, PewDiePie was huge. I'm assuming he's still probably up there. If you have this huge base, the all the platforms cater to you because you make them the most money and they know that. Yep. And they completely don't care or have any ambition of helping anyone new come up and rise. The problem with that is it's not... In the short run, yes, it's more profitable for them. I don't think that's a good uh, business plan for the long run. Because what happens when you're Mr. Beast or whoever retires? What happens when they stop making stuff? Well, now you're at, I don't, let's say 50 million subscriber hole. Where you just have 50 million regular people that have nowhere to go now. And none of the new people can get on because no one's going to be like, yeah, Mr. Beast put these nice... well edited high crisp 4k 20 minute long content you're not going you're not then going to once he stops oh here's an upcoming guy who kind of does the same stuff let's say but it's in 720p he can only do eight minute long videos you're gonna look at it and be like oh this just it's not the same dude i remember when i started on youtube in 2010 2009 maybe yeah, way back in the early days, yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, it was literally, you had to have, a th- I don't know if this is true, I'm going to say a number and it might be wrong, but it was this infinitesimal. You need to have 25 subscribers and you needed to have made like a dozen YouTube videos to then apply for the ability to have longer videos. Yep. That was all it took. And also, let's not forget the fact that Twitch TV came out of Justin TV. That only became popular because a dude literally committed suicide on the platform. So I don't know why they're the ones to start shaking the morality stick at people in terms of money, considering their whole platform is based off some dude committing suicide on their platform. Let's not forget that glaring fact, folks. Sorry, it's just the truth. That is pretty, yeah. I, I, I mean, listen, we love to stomp on small creators, uh, but I uh, you don't really have much to stand up. I streamed on Justin TV before it was Twitch TV. Did you really? Yeah. Nice. I did a charity event for uh, uh, Africa. They were oh. building wells in Africa. So they're like, hey, get the word out. And I'm like, I can do a charity stream for it. It was great. That is good. I had fun. Yeah. I played Minecraft, I think, for a couple hours. People came on. We chatted. They donated, I hope. That is Whatever good. It was. it was, again, 2010, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, a long, even, long time ago. Even after that, it was 2016, 2017, something when Mixer came out. Mm. Mixer was saw the errors of the YouTubes and Twitches that have gotten too big for themselves and started doing some more shady stuff. 
And because it was more free and back to the roots of an open platform, it boomed in popularity. It skyrocketed so much so that didn't it crash at servers and they had to sell? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it, they gave up on that one. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I know they had I mean, to sell, but they also uh, this is again, you know, content creating back in our day. I really wish if we were as popular now as we were then, yeah. we would be in a completely. We, this is what we'd be doing. It's oh yeah, for league, sure, right? What they did is they paid a lot of big creators a lot of money to come mm-hmm. to their platform. And that's that can be tricky because it's yeah, I mean it's still different than paying a band to come play at your bar. Yeah. But it it, it just becomes such muddy water. And then are you really cultivating a community of, of creators that can replace them? Like when Ninja left, well, your viewership went down seventy percent. Yep. Well, it's because the people were there for that one person. They weren't there because of the platform. So yeah. So unless you have a good, good enough quality, like we said, when people retire or when they leave, if you yeah. don't have good quality to replace them, well, that's not good for your company either. If you're listening to us, your Twitches and YouTubes and whatnot, because now there's a big hole and people don't care about the platform itself, which I feel we've learned especially in our time, really well. Things uh, like TikTok, believe it or not, TikTok, complete copycat of something we used to have called Vine. Yes, and you make less money on it. it exactly. And people have no loyalty today. Nobody would remember Vine or nobody cares. They just jump ship and go to the next one, That, which is why you need to have a space where you want to have the content creators want to be there and then through them you will be profitable and you will grow yes i didn't realize we were going to go down a half hour rabbit hole on online content creation platforms every time we talk about it though it always gets me excited like man we should go back to doing that and then stuff like this comes up and it's like you know what i have a regular nine to five job that pays way more and it is way less stressful you know i love i love creating i love content it is definitely stressful and a lot of work yeah and i and it's i love that grind but I am not going to jump through all those hoops yep. anymore. Like it's also a way different atmosphere. Yes. Like we said, we were in the glory days where you could make it big and people would come to you based on quality. It had nothing to do with name recognition. Well, and it was a real, I'm about to say something really old and that it was really a community thing. Oh yeah. I mean, especially if you look before the YouTube one relaunch, you know, in 2013, yep. I mean that that was a platform of just random people that happened across this. Like, hey, that's a pretty cool video you made, you know? And exactly. So it was a very different vibe. You're right. It's very corporate now, mm-hmm. which I don't think would fit us. No, not Although, at all. you know, Jerky XP still holds on to us. So there's that. There's that. And with that, episode 70, 80, sorry. 86. Episode 86 of A Gentleman's Chat with your hosts, Ian and Billy.